friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone's having an absolutely blessed day today. As always, if you guys have seen, we updated and switched back over to the new updated Health Masters website. We had some bugs that we had to work out uh, after our first test run. It's operating exceptional as it should. So if you guys need anything or if you have any questions about it, feel free to give us a call at Health Masters. We'll be happy to walk you through anything if you're trying to learn the new updated website. But it's pretty straightforward, pretty easy. And also, too, we have the chat box option on the front page as well. So if you've got a question and you don't feel like calling us, you can chat with us right now, and one of our representatives will talk to you right there on the chat anytime from 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. So lots of cool stuff going on with it as well. And the updated uh, as far as mobile uh, application to it. So you, on the phone, works really good. Everything sized properly. Everything works properly, super fast, super easy to use. So be sure to give us some feedback. Or if there's anything that you see that needs an update or a, a bug or something that you're finding, please feel free to reach out to us as we're continually updating and keeping this website really, really excellent for you guys. So I appreciate the support. And be sure to check out the product of the week, the jewelry building formula that you want to see when. And please vote. For what you want to see when next week we got the cinnamon extract attention factor cortisol buster a bunch of stuff on there just remember you have to be logged in in order to vote that way it keeps it legitimate and we don't have a bunch of bots or random people that are just voting on products that aren't actual uh, account holders at healthmasters.com so just a few things i want to touch base on that right now and i hope you guys other than that are having an absolutely fantastic day the first thing i wanted to get into i've told you guys about this and i knew it was going to start coming very soon and it's already starting to come here in the united states as other countries have started to implement it between oregon utah and now it looks like michigan is coming up they're all putting together a bill to essentially mandate tracking devices that go onto vehicles that are electric in their states so they can monitor how many miles you drive and then can send you a tax bill at the end of the year based on how many miles you drive. Oregon has not mandated yet so far as far as with GPS trackers. They have a non-GPS enabled device that only captures your miles driven and fuel used that you essentially have to give the DMV. Utah has mandated trackers for every electric vehicle and it will be taxed by the mile. Michigan is now proposing the same platform and rolling it next. Right now they're saying that it's going to be something very simple, like one cent per mile, which, by the way, that does actually add up very, very quickly if you're doing a lot of traveling across the country, which I don't know why you wouldn't EV vehicle. But, again, they said Utah is coming into it where it's going to be a little under two cents a mile. Now, as we've all witnessed here and we've all seen, anytime taxes become implemented, they never stay what they are. <laughs> Remember the IRS when it came out with, when, after the Federal Reserve was enacted, it was a 1% income tax across the board. And now, as you can see, it's almost 40% for the top tier, plus, plus, plus everything else that you get taxed on. This is going to be another way to continue to monitor and control the general population. And this is why I told you guys from the very beginning, the EV vehicles were never meant to be cost effective or less pollutive, or less invasive on the infrastructure. They were just to be designed to be the next phase in monitoring, controlling, and manipulating everything you do at a very, very easy scale and able to ramp this up. So as these people start buying these EV cars and start essentially you know, monitoring them and having everything monitored on them, it's going to become worse as the years go on if people continue to comply with it. It's funny, I saw a review the other day 
from a guy that bought a Model X. So this is this is the review that he put down. He said, I bought a 2022 Model Plaid at peak pricing. Of course, at the time, I never dreamed that car prices would go down so much. I think there's been two $20,000 price cuts on my model. I paid close to $160,000 for my Model X. Now you can get a brand new one for $110, and they're even cheaper on the used market. I bought the full self-driving mode, which I hardly use because it's so unreliable. It suddenly breaks at highway speeds, tries to randomly turn. The Falcon doors are an absolute pain. I had to put new new tires on it at 13,000 miles already because of the weight, and they said I should plan on it every year. The exterior trim and interior trim are loosening. When I inquired for Tesla to repair, they said it was not covered under warranty because it was a wear item. The car is by far the worst financial decision I've ever made. Don't even get me started on range anxiety. The fact that the range falls short most of the time, I'm wondering if anybody else is having the same problems. And I couldn't help but laugh when I read that. And I'm not laughing at this guy's, you know, <laughs> problems that he's having, so to speak. But you got to ask yourself a question. You really think it was a good financial investment to spend $160,000 on an electric car that's going to be worth probably about 50 to 60 in the next three to five years? Uh, probably not the best financial decision at all. But again, this is exactly where it's going to be headed with this and why I've seen so much now. And that's why people need to really bring this up and encourage people to really do their own research before they just start making emotional purchases on vehicles. And that can go for everything. That's one of the fastest, easiest ways to get upside down in a vehicle is making a purchase based on emotion. I, I have to have the car right now. I need it right now. Uh, probably you probably more likely don't in most cases. If you plan properly, you could probably do some research and do some due diligence for a week or so and figure out what you might need or if it's going to be the best option for you. Also, too, in other news, we're speaking of crime earlier this week and how they're continuing from the, de the Democratic side is almost promoting this aspect of allowing crime to go rampant. The Philadelphia District Attorney, Larry Krasner, who, by the way, has enormous ties to uh, George Soros and essentially has had an immense amount of money to Krasner's campaign to help him secure the DA office. He is now saying that all the cases that they're looking at need to be looked at on an individual basis and restrain themselves from being too hard on fundamentally law-abiding looters. I, I, can't, I can't even make this stuff up. This is what he's saying here. He goes, so keep in mind that all looters are not all the same. Some of them are actually law-abiding. Yeah, I guess when they start throwing bricks through windows and start ripping clothes and whatever and bags and jewelry and everything out the door, I, I guess they're they're you know mostly peaceful looters that are mostly law abiding until they decide not to be law abiding. Then he went on to say here that some of these individuals essentially don't have a very uh, long criminal record, and so we need to be really cautious on just basically throwing the book at them because they might be you know mostly peaceful law abiding looters. <laughs> this again is designed to increase the amount of crime, increase the amount of breakdown of societal fabric. Because when pe people start realizing, especially criminals, they start realizing they can go and break into businesses and steal anything they want. And if they do actually happen to get caught, they simply get a slap on the wrist and they're back out of jail the same day and they may have to go do some community service and they just go do it all over again. And this is about bringing in that chaos into a new world order. So just something to be aware of. And on top of that, Hillary and her infinite insanity that she constantly likes to just ramble on about things all the time now that are just crazier and crazier. She pretty much has told us what they're planning on trying to do and what they really want to do from the leftist side. She went on to say here that essentially now the 
at this point, she said, and she's talking about Trump and about followers of Trump and MAGA supporters. Notice now, I've talked to you guys before, and I've brought this up, is this wasn't just about Trump. They, she constantly talks about MAGA supporters and MAGA cult and make America great again. This is exactly what I told you about. It wasn't just about Trump. It was about the people that have gotten sick of what's going on, the people that do want to make America great again, the people that would love to see America strong and resilient and self-sufficient like it used to be. That whole group now is coupled into this giant alleged MAGA terrorist organization now that we talked about yesterday with the FBI now looking at it. And she goes on to say here, she goes, when do they break away from him? You know, because at some point there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the MAGA cult members and something needs to happen. Formal deprogramming of the MAGA cult members. That's a pretty bold statement if you ask me. When you start saying that an entire group of individuals, most of which probably simply want to see America great again, need to have formal deprogramming because they're cult members. Now, again, I'm not discounting the fact that some people are just off their hinges with certain things and they follow people way too strongly instead of being, you know, following what they need to do and being self-sufficient. However, when you start making bold statements that a whole population needs to have formal deprogramming, you're talking a whole lot like Stasi Germany. You're talking a whole lot like Stalin Russia. You're talking a whole lot like Nazis. This is a whole other story when you start talking about formally deprogramming people. Maybe she needs to find out how that works with the MK Ultra program with CIA. Maybe she needs to get formally deprogrammed from her nonsense she's involved in. I don't know. But I thought I would bring that up because I found that to be a very bold statement that they put out on CNN primetime last night. And there's a reason why they put that out there. Again, they want to get people desensitized to this type of ideology, and they want to normalize it so people think, oh, yes, yes, people, any, any MAGA support, anybody wants to make America great again, they need to have formal deprogramming now. What's that actually supposed to entail, and what's that actually supposed to look like? Just thought I would throw that out there. What are you thinking? How are you doing this morning, Tim? Uh, good morning, Austin. Great introduction, buddy. Great opening. You know, <clears throat> the thing with Hillary Clinton you know, Larry Nichols, which was their basically their head guy, one of their head guys when they were in the governor mansion in Arkansas, said that Hillary every six weeks would return back to her witch's coven in California and do her witch's coven activities, whatever the heck they were. And, you know, Hillary Clinton even said when she was running for president, if you guys remember, that a lot of the Americans basically had been brainwashed and they need to be put into reeducation camps. And this woman is so far to the left. And so Solozinski lies and so wrapped up in the Kabbalah and so wrapped up in witchcraft. To me, it's shocking that she actually gets any type of, you know, news coverage. I mean, I'm, I'm being honest with you. It just shows you, again, the depths of depravity of the news and where they would actually carry her story because I guess they want her to run for the Democratic primary. I guess I don't know what they want to do for the next election against Biden or the following time against Biden or against Trump again. I don't know what the heck they're planning on doing, but we know the circus clown show is going to continue. And then going back to what you also said, Austin, about buying electric vehicles, that's probably the worst investment you can possibly make. That's why they're so heavily discounted at the, at the, at the dealerships now because nobody wants them. And once those batteries go bad, that car is basically useless because the entire car is built around the batteries. And then what are we going to do with all that unbelievably toxic lithium from hundreds of millions of cars that are being produced? Where are we going to store it? Are we going to have underground storage facilities for the lithium as it degrades? Are we going to try to recycle it? Or what are we going to do with it? And that's going to be a real problem, too, with the lithium and the strip mining, the lithium and the massive amount of pollution that it causes. 
these electric cars are completely useless. They didn't have to be like this. You know, we have enough energy in the environment and in the ecosystem from the magnetic poles that we have on this planet. And Tesla said the same thing. We could run cars directly off the ether. All we have to do is tie into that and basically have a car that will run indefinitely on the energy charge coming out of the atmosphere. You know, he tried to show all this was possible using the Tunguska experiment, all the other things that happened with the Working Cliff Tower. All of these things are in our past, but that technology has been hidden from us because it's going to provide too much free energy for us. And the international banking cartels that run the planet, they simply can't profit from it, so they don't want any of it. So all of that stuff is interesting when I read about it and I hear about it. By the way, violent crime is surging you know, all over the United States, and including in D.C., in fact, in D.C. is so bad now. It says violent crime is surging so badly in D.C. this year. We just stood there and screamed. In Washington Highlands, a chronically violent neighborhood in the nation's capital, a dozen or so children were witness to what was going on as far as the amount of violence they were having. They usually meet up in a community center, and they recently discuss what to do when gunfire erupts. This is in D.C., our nation's capital. Such lessons can carry urgency, facilitators said amid a jump in shootings. One left an 18-year-old dead near the, near the center in, in September. And all of this stuff is showing that it, no matter how strict the gun laws are, they're unbelievably strict in D.C., it doesn't make any difference because when you tell the law-abiding citizens they can't have weapons, the only people that are carrying weapons at that point are the criminals. Always remember that. Uh, this is an interesting article. It says Planned Parenthood – this is from the Washington Free Beacon. It says Planned Parenthood is helping teenagers transition to become a different sex after a simple 30-minute Consult. In other words, these children are not being given extensive psychotherapy to talk to them if they have a problem as far as some type of sexual disorder. They're given a 30-minute consult, and Planned Parenthood is helping them to transition immediately. Parents or doctors are sounding the alarm. Planned Parenthood, the satanic organization is what it is. The abortion provider is waiting in the transgender care, doing doling out prescriptions for estrogen and testosterone, including the special needs kids. Fred had a history of developmental issues. He was diagnosed with autism, technically ADHD with autistic traits. At age four, he struggled with depression and anxiety as he got older, and he was expelled from three different special needs schools due to behavioral problems stemming in part from an impulse control disorder. He's an 18-year-old high school student in New Jersey and lives with his parents who asked the Washington Free Beacon to withhold his name. Like many people on the autism spectrum, Fred cycles through obsessions and extreme views. He was part of an alt-right group chat as recently as last year, his parents said, but apostatized suddenly and now considers himself far left. Still, Fred has few interests that have remained constant throughout all of his life, fairly typical for teenage boys, guns, power tools, and metalworking. That all made it more shocking when in December 22, at 17 years old, he announced he was a transgender woman. I mean, guys, this is a mental Gender dysmorphia, it's a mental disorder with these kids that have all kinds of health issues and mental issues to start with. And Planned Parenthood had, had, is helping him to, helping them to, just, to basically destroy the rest of their lives. By the way, from the, Jeru the Jerusalem Post reported that a U.S. tourist has destroyed blasphemous Roman statues in an Israeli museum. An American citizen was detained by security forces in the museum after being observed shattering the statues from ancient Rome, which he claimed were in violation of the Torah. The tourist in his 40s was arrested by Israeli police on Thursday for damaging and destroying ancient Roman statues. According to the initial police suspicion, the tourist intentionally destroyed the statues due to them being blasphemous and in violation of the Torah, which would be talking about graven images. The suspect, an American citizen, was detained by security forces. 
So we're going to see what's going to happen to him. According to the museum, the suspect caused damage to two ancient Roman sculptures dating from the second century that were placed on display in an archaeological department's permanent exhibition. Police shared footage of the sculptures shattered on the ground in the Israeli museum. It is sad. Whatever antiquity gets destroyed like this, it's sad to me because these people basically aren't dealing with the right kind of, how should I say, mindset when they walk into museums like this. They should know at that point they're going to be seeing ancient Roman statues, and if, they don't, if they're going to be offended by that, they don't need to go in unless this main thing was to go in and destroy them. By the way, just here recently at Tampa in a campaign stop, DeSantis now is embracing a new anti-Trump attack. We'll see how this works for DeSantis because a lot of the GOP is still extremely loyal to Trump. Governor Ron DeSantis took his presidential campaign to downtown Tampa on Thursday, which had been yesterday, to accept the endorsement of 60 Florida sheriffs, giving him the opportunity to hammer the parts of his stump speech on preserving law and law and order. But he also used the event to repeatedly hammer former President Donald Trump, the front runner for the Republican nomination for president. DeSantis hit Trump on immigration, his conservative bona fides, his campaign expenditures, his proclivity for controversy, his 2020 election loss, and his inability to serve two additional terms and more. And the sad part about it is I'm not sure if this is going to work for DeSantis or not because I really like DeSantis. But, you know, Trump is now learning, according to the Bozeman Daily Chronicle, that he can't say whatever he wants while he's on trial because he now has a gag order on him. And former President Donald Trump has turned a Manhattan courthouse into a bully pulpit this week, creating photo ops and sound bites of him rallying about his civil fraud trial for his presidential campaign to blast out on social media and then fundraising appeals. But this publicity spectacle earned him a lesson. The judge can impose real-world consequences for what he says or does out of court. State Supreme Court Justice Arthur Engeron issued a partial gag order for the former president on Tuesday after Trump attacked a law clerk in a since-deleted message online. Federal prosecutors are keeping tabs, too, cataloging the former president's social media vitriol in court papers and alerting the judge that he recently skirted violating the conditions keeping out of jail ahead of the trial. You know, Donald's got to learn something here. When you're on trial, when you're sitting before a federal court judge like this, uh, they could do pretty much anything they want. And he's going to have to learn. He's going to have to just calm it down, let his attorneys talk for him, which is going to be very difficult for the showman to do that. Very important he learns that very quickly. Otherwise, he's going to end up getting put in jail, and we really don't need to have a former president serving time in jail because he's basically violating a gag order because we already look like a banana republic to the rest of the world. And how are we going to look when a former president ends up going to jail overnight? What a mess. By the way, the Mexican cartels are getting the blame for human smuggling, but Americans are heavily involved, including the CIA, we'll add. One smuggler told Vice News that moving people through the U.S.-Mexican border to the United States is now more profitable than moving cocaine. We've talked about this repeatedly on the show. El Paso, Texas, Mexican criminal organizations involved in human smuggling are increasingly relying on Americans to maintain the flow of migrants reaching the U.S. so they can be trafficked sexually. This is for children primarily. This is really sad stuff. The trend has emerged as a consortium of high-level U.S. officials touched down in Mexico this week to discuss plans for stopping a record number of migrants from reaching the United States of America. President Biden's government, if you want to call him a president, the babbling moron is what he is, and the U.S. past administrations have focused for blame for human smuggling on Mexican drug cartels, which overlooking the important and growing role of U.S. citizens in the criminal, criminal economy enticed by soaring profits during hard economic times. U.S. citizens have proven easy recruits to ferry magnets through the last and arguably most perilous leg of the trip. The Americans simply want money. They're not interested in the business when we are charging migrants 100 bucks, but now we charge up to $10,000, and they want it. That's okay as long as they keep doing their part of the job, says 45-year-old Mexican smuggler who spoke to Vice News on the condition of anonymity. 
$10,000 per person to be smuggled into the United States. And Americans want a big piece of it now as being brought across the border. This is sad. It really is sad. Human trafficking. You know, and the sad part about this, too, is, you know, so many people don't realize this is basically slavery to the point of much worse than it was in the Civil War. And people need to be aware of what's happening to these children that are being trafficked for sex slaves. And that's why everybody see that movie, The Sound of Freedom, that James Jim Caviezel did. There was a box office smash. You can probably get it on DVD or you hopefully you can stream it. But you need to be aware of what's happening with this and tell all of your friends. Also, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? Oh, you're exactly right. And I think that's one of the frustrating parts to me sometimes when you get some of these groups that are still constantly trying to beat the issue as far as with slavery during the Civil War and the fact that it was something very bad back then. It was something that is now gone as far as in that aspect. But as far as the actual concept of slavery, it's never gone away and it's still being actively done here in the United States. And sex slavery is primarily the main culprit of it. And a lot of it is being done intentionally right in front of people's eyes. And people just don't want to address it because it's a bad topic to talk about. But they'd rather talk about Civil War slavery and people need reparations from 170 years ago. And it's like, dude, wh- why don't we actually address a problem that's still currently here, not the one that's already been addressed and been fixed? That's over with now. Like, long gone. Let's look at the problem right in front of our face with these kids. You know, I saw an article here earlier that was on. Twitter. It was from muckraker.com, and they were basically showing footage of federal contractors delivering children across the United States. In the video, he's basically walking up to a lot of these places that are doing these, you know, these new children that are being taken in. And there's people that are putting their credentials in. They've got, you know, their little, you know, COVID face mask on. Tell me, don't record me. I'm not, you're not allowed to record me while they're walking these children and putting them in essentially these vans with tinted windows and driving off and Nobody knows where they're going. Nobody can confirm where they're going. Nobody will talk about where they're going. Why do you have contractors that are tucking their credentials in and putting COVID masks on while they're basically walking children and putting them in vans? Why aren't they being that's, – why, why that's, that's exactly right, Austin. Right, why, why, why is this stuff being so secretive? Why aren't they walking up and saying, hey, bud, yeah, man, I'm a federal contractor. I just want to give you a heads up on this. We are helping these children get relocated to healthy, safe homes right now. This is definitely something that's a huge priority for us. We want to make sure we're completely open and transparent about what's going on. We want everybody to know what we're doing and how we're trying to help some of these children find homes. There you go. That's, that's a 30-second that's a answer that you could say that would really make people feel a lot better. Why they say, don't record me, don't record me, don't talk to me, while they stuff their credentials in their shirt and basically put an N95 mask on. Really? That's not shady at all. Why you're basically shoveling kids into a white van with tinted windows and driving off, refusing to speak to anyone or any reporters? Just thought I would throw that out there lest anybody thinks there's some shady stuff going on. They've already said now over 85 children since the end of 2021 have gone missing that have essentially – this is exposing now the entire child processing pipeline with video evidence now in this video. And I'll, I'll post some on the website. You guys can watch it. It's, it's pretty shady. It's about a 16-minute video. And he, this guy, like he, he's going all over the place to these areas. They know not a single person – will even address him as far as and talk to him about what's going on at all. Everybody acts super hush-hush. Why is that? I wouldn't be. If I was working that position and I was trying to help kids find new homes, I'd be super transparent about it. Like, yeah, bro, this is what we're doing, dude. This is a serious problem. We're trying to make sure these kids are safe. We're trying to make sure the security's good. You know, let me me talk to you right now. Let me just squash all this so nobody thinks something's weird going on. That's what normal people do whenever they're not being shady. They don't have to hide anything. It's like the old spook mantra as far as what they say with the CIA. It meant nothing, deny everything, make counter accusations. 
what they do. Why the only time people act like that is when they're being super, super shady and don't want to basically talk about any of this stuff and shoving their credentials in their shirt. Just thought I would throw that out there. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting. The striking auto worker issue that's becoming a serious problem now up in Michigan is uh, they're saying now Biden's green agenda is going to wipe us out. Over 25,000 auto workers across the United States are striking against General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis, which is the one that handles Jeep. The major one is General Motors right now. They've announced a strike nearly a month ago now in the hopes of scoring higher wages to keep up with inflation and commitments that their member jobs will not be squashed by Biden's EV mandates. They said Biden's EV mandates will very well end, uh, will be the end of the road for jobs in the American auto industry. They said, I think even one of the individuals they were discussing that was part of the um, – uh, the United Auto Workers Group said, I think EVs are going to wipe us out. Said they don't need spark plugs. They don't need oil filters. They don't need usually basic parts they use on these vehicles. Essentially, you build a frame, you put a battery on it, you slap a cab on it, and everything's like a golf cart, which is exactly what I say all the time. And yet that's why they can make these things so cheaply compared to other vehicles because the technology as far as in the amount of process that goes into these vehicles – isn't very difficult to do. The problem with it is it's not sustainable. The batteries don't go for 30, 40, 50 years. I mean, we used to, like I said, we used to always have the 7.3 diesel power stroke. I know a bunch of guys from that was kind of a slow motor. You could tune it up and ship it and put an intake on it. That was a million-mile diesel motor with minimal maintenance, I might add. Minimal maintenance if you took care of that truck. Million-mile motor. Decades and decades and decades of service and towing you can run. And a lot of the diesels are still like that. Even some of the ones with the DPFs, they're just not as reliable because EPA decided we're going to put a giant filter on the turbo. So you have to shove all this extra air through it and run your EGTs through the roof. And then we're going to put urea through it to burn it out. It's one of the stupidest designs I've ever witnessed in history. Massively decreases fuel economy, massively increases problems with the turbos and the engine long term. But hey, you know. We're doing our part to reduce pollution and doing the green agenda like they lied to everybody about. But apparently these these auto workers that are striking, it's not just about the money, and it's not just about basically some of the stuff they're demanding. They're saying that they want to guarantee, especially with this EV sector that's coming out, that they're not going to be phased out of the market, which is exactly what's starting to happen now, and especially a lot of these factories that like you have with Tesla. And the problem with it is, is as I read to you that earlier review on Tesla, the quality control of those vehicles is garbage. That's why they all look the same. Almost all the models use the same exact parts. They're just cheap. There's there's no there's no uh, uniqueness to them. You know, back in the day, and it still is like this with a lot of you know sports cars. Even though a lot of them look the same now, a lot of times people like to you know customize their vehicle. They want to have you know a certain brand. They want to have a certain look. That's not the case. They want everybody to have a vanilla look, and that's what the point of what they're doing with these EV vehicles. They want everybody to just drive around in a basic car. Get your 150, 200 mile range, plug in, get unbelievably ripped off on the charging stations, pay your taxes at the end of the month or end of the year based on your driving, and essentially price you out of the market. And of course, if you say anything on Facebook or you put anything on social media that's not okay or that's hate speech because they deem it hate speech, well, they're just going to shut your charging station off. That's what people don't realize. They don't even have to shut your car off. They don't shut your car off. Because you have to put your information in at the charging stations. You have to plug your charging station in at your house. All they've got to do is remotely shut off the charging station at your house. Boop, gone. When you go to plug in at a charging station, when you're out and about at a store, oh, sorry, 
your charging privileges have been revoked right now. That's all they got to do. They don't even have to mess the car. They just don't let you charge. Where are you going to go? Nowhere. You're not charging anywhere if you're restricted on it. That's why they want to get rid of the fuel industry as far as with the automotives. Because you, know, you can go to any gas station anywhere across the country right now and fill up with gas. You don't have to use a credit card. You walk in with a you know, $50 bill. I'm not going to get you a ton of diesel nowadays. But go fill up your car. Boom. Gone. They don't want the ability to travel freely unmolested on your way. Huge, huge problem for them. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting. Going over in Iraq, Iraq is going to end all dollar cash withdrawals by January 1st, 2024, the central bank. Now, remember, this was one of the primary reasons why we invaded Iraq is we wanted to put a central reserve bank in there. And, of course, now we're using that to control everything. They said Iraq will ban cash withdrawals and transactions in all U.S. dollars as of January 1st, 2024. And in order to push the curb, in order to curb the misuse of currency reserves and financial crimes and the evasion of U.S. sanctions in Iran. Of course, isn't that how it always is? They always want to prevent you from using cash because they want to stop crime. We're going to stop crime because crime's always using cash. And granted, there's a lot of crime that they do use in cash. No question about it. A lot of stuff they use, all kinds of other transfers, gold and silver and everything in crime. But so the problem that you have with this concept, this is what I've always said before. People that are criminals, people that are involved in illicit crime – they're going to figure out ways around to make sure their crime continues to go on. Cash isn't going to stop them. Removing cash isn't going to stop them. They're going to continue to do the same thing they've always done because that's what they do. But they use this as an excuse in order to control you so they can tax and control and monitor everything you do with the digital currency. That's exactly what they're talking about here. They said, you want to do a transfer? Transfer. You want a card in dollars? Here you go. You can use the card inside Iraq at the official rate. If you want to draw cash... You'll have to do so in a rate of dinars, but don't talk about any type of U.S. cash in dollars over there. And that's the whole thing that happened with that Iraqi dinar scam. I remember a lot of people talked about over there, oh, they bought all these dinars and they were going to go up and all of a sudden it was going to be worth millions and millions of dollars. And again, that was just that was something that happened right at the beginning at a small scale. And then people got on the bandwagon and started selling those dinars. And that whole thing turned out to be just you know, another little scheme that didn't go very well. Also, too. This is interesting as well. What I was reading here earlier, I was discussing how now Mexico is standing up to the U.S. and Canada as far as with big agra. Mexico is now barring the import of GMO corn for human consumption, raising the ire of exporter U.S. from most corn that is GMO in the United States. They said that basically corn is a huge deal in Mexico, and it goes all the way back to the Aztecs and the Mayans and so forth. And they said after months of negotiations, U.S. officials announced last month that they're pulling a lever under the United States-Mexico-Canada agreement to resolve the dispute. However, Mexico has now said they do not want to have GMO corn. They do not want to get import this stuff in, and essentially they think it's causing problems, and uh, it is. I've told you guys that before. That's why I will not pretty much eat corn, period. I will not eat anything with corn in it, period. I rarely even eat organic corn. I mean, that there's like a mixed vegetables, organic vegetables. I'll eat that if it's available sometimes. But in general, I will not ever eat anything corn out in public. I won't eat popcorn. I won't eat cornbread. I won't eat corn, anything. Because there's a 99% guarantee if you're eating it at the store and they're not telling you it's certified non-GMO, it's not. It is completely GMO. That's one of the issues why high fructose corn syrup has become such a horrible problem in people's diets and why it's causing such a problem with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And I've talked about in detail 
99.99, if not 100% of all high fructose corn syrup is full GMO corn. High fructose corn syrup in general is already extremely harsh on the liver and all the problems it entails. You guys can read about it online. The thing about it is when you start taking that product and now you're starting to make sure that it's completely GMO and it's loaded with glyphosate and now you're eating it, it unbelievably causes health problems. And that's one of the reasons why I tell you, you've got to read labels on food you're eating. High fructose corn syrup is in way more stuff than you will ever expect. You start reading the ingredients and it can be – and sometimes they have it under different names of it. They'll call, they call it corn syrup or corn syrup solids. It's all the same basis. If it says the name corn in it on the ingredient list, my opinion – I won't touch it unless it's – like I said, it's certified non-GMO organic because this stuff is unbelievably hard on the gut. We have the research studies and there's the uh, studies with the mice and the pigs. I've talked about in detail that was done over a decade ago where they gave these mice, all of them, they fed them Roundup-resistant Monsanto GMO corn. And essentially every single mice, mouse they had grew massive tumors. They did the same thing with pigs. When they went in and finally dissected the pigs, all their intestines and their guts had gone to mush. They'd fed them an entire entire meal. Everything they got was GMO, Roundup-resistant corn. And I mean, it literally melted their guts on the inside. And that's pigs. Pigs didn't eat anything. It literally just turned their guts to mush after a long enough period. So, again, this is something when you know they're trying to poison you with the food supply, it's your responsibility to make sure you're preventing your children and your family from eating this garbage at least the best possible you can. So I had a debate with somebody you know, a while back, and they were going, well, you know, a lot of, a lot of organic stuff still contaminated. I said, oh, 100%. I said, amount of glyphosate to the spray down in the United States, you can get air overspray and windage and everything else. I said, glyphosate gets on just about everything. I said, but trust me, when you look at the research, you will understand that some organic food that may have a slight amount of glyphosate in it is still significantly healthier than eating straight-up GMO, genetically engineered, modified corn that has literally been doused with glyphosate its entire, its entire growth cycle. Trust me, there's a huge difference when it comes to overall health and gut health in the body when you look at the two. And I can tell you right now from personal experience, I can always tell when I eat something that is not good is my body just does not like it. My stomach starts hurting. I, just, I, fe- I don't feel good. My energy goes down. I get brain fog. I can tell when I'm eating clean food. And once you start eating and clean enough after a long enough time, you'll notice the signs of eating something that's junk and you start doing more research and you start making better decisions because the healthier, the stronger, the more vibrant, the more mentally acute you are, the more effective you are to do anything, including protecting your family or protecting someone else or standing up for what you believe and getting the truth out there. What do you think, Tim? Uh, you're 100% right. GMO corn, Roundup corn, it basically is a pesticide. It's listed as a pesticide. It's not even listed as food. And uh, it's just a toxic, toxic product. And it's used in almost everything with high fructose corn syrup. So if you want to really poison your gut and turn it to mush and give yourself all kinds of issues, eat non-organic corn. And I'm like you also. I'm very, very funny as far as organic corn. I want to make sure it's really G- G- no non-GMO certified organic before I put it in my body. And there are some of those products that are still left, but you got to be careful, careful with Roundup Drift. It'll go from one field to the other field and contaminate everything because they spray it with airplanes. And remember, corn and wheat and all these other things are sprayed with Roundup on an ongoing basis. And with wheat, because it's not Roundup resistant, they'll spray wheat about a week before it's due to be harvested when all the kernels are full. And it will soak it all down in Roundup so it will dry out the crop and make it easier to run the combine through it. And they soak the wheat products down 
in the you know in in the in the roundup and when you do that you have end up with a massive problem with gluten insensitivity or, or sensitivity because now you're poisoning the wheat before you take it to the bakery and now it's being cooked with a glyphosate in it and that's causing all of these gut issues a lot of these gut issues never we never had a problem with gluten you know before in europe they don't use that on their crops and we, they don't have a problem with gluten sensitivities with bread it's all here in the united states when they poison us with all of the pesticides and chemicals they put into the food supply years ago monsanto because of the freedom of information act got a massive lawsuit you guys remember that because they were shown that roundup would cause over 20 different types of cancer but yet they still put it in the food supply. And that goes directly against the, the Delaney Amendment from the 70s, which has said no product can be put into the food supply that causes cancer. The same thing is true with aspartame. You know, they pushed that through with GD Searley back in the 70s and 80s to get that poison into the food supply because it causes brain tumors, brain cancer, headaches, seizures, optic nerve degradation, blindness, on and on and on. But it's still in the food supply. And all of this is part of the global you know, anti-human agenda in which they're trying to reduce the population of the planet by basically gutting the humans and making them unbelievably sick. And we see that all of the time. You know, you know, it's interesting. You know, the mRNA COVID vaccine, it pretty much is best described as a killer vaccine, which from the outset in December 2020 has resulted in a worldwide upward movement in mortality and morbidity. The mRNA vaccine is best described as a killer vaccine. The Nobel Committee has given the medicine prize to two people who produced a killer vaccine. We talked about this the other day. This demonstrates the complete collapse of scientific standards and the absence of integrity in the medical establishment. Medicine has become a profit center. It is no longer a health provider. The decision of the Nobel Committee is part of the propaganda campaign to provide legitimacy and, and, and acceptance of the mRNA vaccine that they're not pushing on six-month-old children, babies, for heaven's sakes. I mean, it's insanity to me they're doing this. By the way, COVID-19 and COVID-19 mRNA vaccinated are now being found dead in their vehicles. It just keeps getting worse with this product. As you know, and here's here's what it says. In Perth in Australia, a forty nine year old Romanian dad and granddad, Dan Morale, was mandated by his work to have two Pfizer COVID nineteen vaccines. One which he had on January the first, twenty twenty one, and twenty twenty two. And in July seventh he was found twenty twenty two he was found dead in his truck. On September the 17th, 2023, in Palmyra, Italy, the 35-year-old bricklayer had a sudden illness behind the wheel of his car, got out of his car, collapsed, and died suddenly. And you're seeing this over and over and over. Died suddenly, died suddenly, died suddenly, died suddenly. I'm going to print this or post this article for you guys to read, and you need to realize how bad this is and how many people are going to be dying from it. By the way, mass airborne now, mRNA bioweapon, the administration has said for the proletariat, an atrocity. Wait a minute. This article was on say by Lou Rockwell. The U.S. government has never been shy about using its own citizens as unwitting test subjects for its bioweapon experiments. While there are many well-known cases, this has actually happened hundreds of times in U.S. history, demonstrating the utter contempt that those in power have had and now have for the general population of the country. Wow. You know, think about this for a second. Gary D. Barnett. Chapter 12, page 260, his article says, when China sneezes by Cynthia McKinney, quote, is important to lay the long practice foundation of the United States history of poisoning, mass exterminationing, sickening and killing its own population in efforts to test its own bioweapons for heinous military bioweapon bioware use. Is a very short step from this important practice to one of the using as, using us as guinea pigs as the same population as a plot for mass vaccination, completely covert and without consent. And, you, and I'm going to list this article. It says, to name of the few, these experiments began back in 1932 with the Tuskegee syphilis study, where 600 black men 
were used as fodder for a horrible syphilis experiment and were purposely not given any treatment, causing many to die horrible deaths. Then you had Operation Sea Spray, Operation Big Buzz, Project 111. You know, and, and this goes on and on and on, listing all of these atrocities the American government has done to its own people under the guise of research and bioweapon refinement. You know, it's mind-boggling to me that the United States allows this to happen to its own people as far as the people here in the United States. They allow the government to test us. Look at the thing they're doing now with the geoengineering and how they're spraying us like doggone bugs with aluminum barium oxide, you know, forcing us to take products like magnesium brain food with magnesium theanate in it, which will go back into the blood-brain barrier, go through the blood-brain barrier and chelate heavy metals back out of the body. It's so important that we realize that we've got to do things like the magnesium brain food on a daily basis just to do away with the poisoning. Plus, the magnesium in your body also helps you from building up calcium in your arteries, which keeps you from getting basically blockages in your arteries as you get older to prevent you from having all types of problems with atherosclerotic plaquing and basically hardening of the arteries and brain fog and Alzheimer's disease. You've got to keep that calcium out of those arteries to the best of your ability. That's why we only drink distilled water. Very, very important that you do that because it gets the calcium chromate out of the water. By the way, the profit centers are driving the American police state. This is interesting. It deals with the prison system and how they're going in now and using all of these people in the prison system to produce goods and services and basically doing it as slave labor. Now, you know, in the prisons, the states now have quotas to meet for how many Americans go to jail. Increasing the number of states have contracted to keep their prisons at 90 percent to 100 percent capacity. This profit-driven form of mass punishment has in turn given a rise to a $70 billion private prison industry that relies on the complicity of state governments to keep the money flowing and their privately run prisons full. Regardless of whether crime was rising or failing or falling, as Mother Jones reports, private prison companies have supported and helped write laws that drive up prison populations. Their livelihood depends on towns, cities, and states sending more people to prison and keeping them there. Private prisons are also doing out harsher punishment for infractions by inmates in order to keep them locked up in order to boost profits at taxpayers' expense. Think about this for a second. We have people being sent to prison so the prison industrial complex can make more and more money and not even thinking about the rights of the individuals that are being put in prison for minor infractions in some cases. And people are being left kept there over and over and over again because they're trying to keep the money coming in from the state governments. It's absolutely insanity what we've done with the prison system of the United States, which is ludicrous. We have multiple percentage of, I think it's what, 2 or 3% of our entire population is locked up behind bars. It's the highest in the world. What do you think, Austin? What's your next story? Uh, there's a serious problem with the prison industrial complex. I've talked about it for years, and in the 90s is when it really started to come about. You started having the mandatory minimum sentences for, for minute crimes. And what's crazy about it is now you've got this two-tiered system now with the judicial system, and you've got these side now where you've got these DAs like I talked about earlier on the show in Philadelphia and in numerous other places like L.A. and New York where they just pick and choose who they want to charge and basically push further with crimes and people that are doing these violent crimes and continual crimes and all this stuff. Well, it's like, well, if they're doing this specific thing, they're pushing the agenda with George Soros. So we're going to let it go. But, you know, if somebody goes in and they're law abiding citizen, they get caught doing something stupid one day. Oh, no, no, no. They need at least five to 10 years for this. And then you see what's going on with January 6th. The, that whole thing is so insane to me. It still boggles my mind. You have when the leader of the Proud Boys, who was never even at the Capitol on January 6th, but allegedly helped orchestrate and put together the group coming together to show up on January 6th and got 22 years in a federal penitentiary. 
for basically uh, conspiracy, seditious conspiracy. I mean, they straight up resurrected civil war charges that nobody's even used in the last 150 years. And they basically tried to apply them to these people for going to the Capitol. And then we find out later on now that there were at least over minimum 50 FBI agents and undercover DHS agents at January 6th Capitol protest. And that there were an unknown amount of confidential paid FBI informants that we still do not have complete understanding on who was all there. Yet, hey, so-and-so showed up and he basically walked in the door and he sat in Pelosi's chair. He was getting five years in prison because he walked in the building with a camera. Insanity what we're watching right now. And this is what happens when you start having a rogue government. This isn't new. Okay, this isn't something novel. This isn't something that's never happened before. This is very systemic when you start dealing with rogue tyrants. And this is what happens in every single regime when it starts going this route. It always goes the same direction every single time. It all it, it does every single time. And the, the things that were done are not new. And that's why I've said before, you know, history repeats itself. Then it may not always repeat itself, but it sure rhymes. And you see these things occurring. And that's why it's so important to really get educated and understand what's happening on a lot of levels. So you can continue to get the truth out there for so many different people and say, Hey, listen, you know, this is what's really going on. This is what they're really trying to do to us. They really tried and they did arrest people for shutting, not wanting to shut down their business during, you know, an alleged pandemic that we now find out was completely and totally orchestrated with Fauci and the CIA and, 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 and everything in between. And that the RNA gene therapy technology was already being tested and checked on for the last 10 years. And yet they told us it was safe and effective when they knew the research showed it was not safe and effective because, again, this is what they do is they lie. Almost every single thing you hear on the mainstream media, it's a lie. Almost every single thing you watch as far as when it comes to the mainstream news and everything they do, it's all orchestrated lies. It's a narrative to continue to keep people on that path of stupidity or uneducated mindsets. So they do not question the narrative and they do not look at what's going on. For example, they're now saying, you know, they've been saying for months now, the current inflation rate, you know, six to 7%. In August, it was like, you know what, it was four and a half percent or 4.3 or whatever they said. And there's a video now that came out from one of the, these, one of the, um, Twitter guys. It was on wall street silver. And it was showing these videos on how, there were products that were, you know, mayonnaise was four ninety nine last year. He actually recorded stuff last year and then recorded it again this year now. It's been about a year. You know, mayonnaise was four ninety nine for a jar. Now it's ninety nine at Costco. You know, flour was like five ninety nine for a bag of flour. Now it's twelve ninety nine for a bag of flour. It was interesting about this is if you look back at the numbers, I've seen this now with raw material companies as well in the industry. A lot of them now have had to be checked because what's happened is now the inflation has caused it to get expensive. Inflation's definitely when you start printing seven trillion dollars has a tendency to do that. However, what you're seeing now is that the major corporations that are all underlined and owned by BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, they have now seen what the price resistance point is and what people are willing to pay and what they are capable of paying for certain products. When you started having flour that was five ninety nine a year ago and now it's twelve ninety nine. Flour has not gone up that much in raw material cost. You're looking – some of this stuff has gone up 75%, 100 150 180% over the last year. 
That's not inflation. That's price gouging. And that's what these corporations and companies have now learned is that they can get away with this. We saw this heavily in the construction industry down here in Florida. Absolutely truth. It got, it got stupid. Is that During COVID, there was this massive demand and the short supply of certain material. What happened was everybody started price gouging. I mean, you had plywood that was at one point $140 for a sheet of plywood. I mean, ludicrous prices on this stuff. And then what's happened is now the cost of the material has not gone up that much. And now you still got a lot of these suppliers that are still trying to really, really tax everybody on material because, well, they got used to these massive margins that they were able to put together in the beginning phase. Because remember, a lot of that material didn't go up overnight as far as their actual cost on it. Majority of these suppliers, same thing with Costco, same thing with you know home builders, they have locked in rates on a lot of stuff that they already have. They already have projections on what they're getting for the next 60 days, 90 days, 120 days on material. They already know what the prices are going to be further on on that. So when they start coming in and saying, oh, no, this plywood's not $40 a sheet now, um, you know, as it was yesterday. It's not $150 a sheet. Bulldunk. Come on. And that's exactly what they did. And that's why these homeowners, that's why these home builders made so much money and they raised the prices to the moon with these houses. And now these house prices are really starting to crater down here in the state of Florida. They're still selling because BlackRock's buying up all the subdivisions and putting people in that we can't even talk to. None of them speak English, watching that on a daily basis. But the thing about it is now that the interest rates have gone up, people have realized paying you know $450,000 for a 1,500-square-foot house in Florida is absolutely asinine compared to what it used to be just a few short years ago. So again, that's why I tell you, make sure if you're looking at stuff, use wisdom on purchasing anything, whether it's a camper, whether it's a boat, whether it's a house, whatever it may be. Do your research. Look at the depreciation rate. Look at what prices were two years ago. Look at what they're at now, and look at what they were also were in 2019 based on current years. You really got to do your research because there's been some crazy swings in prices and material changes and costs over the last few years, but make sure it's a reasonable real price and not some of these hyperinflated prices that a lot of these dealers and shops are trying to rip everybody off on, Dad. What do you think? You know, uh, it's you know the, the crazy part about all of this stuff, Austin, is that people aren't thinking through what they're doing when they're buying these expensive cars or these expensive homes, and, uh, and what they end up doing basically is they don't realize that they're pricing themselves out of a resale market if the economy collapses. And so what they're going to do is they're going to be stuck with a car or with a house they can't pay for, and it's going to get repoed. And then what happens with the repossession happens is it's going to destroy their credit score. It's going to end up basically dropping them down to a 300 or 400 credit score. It's going to be difficult to rebuild everything. And it happens all of the time, especially when you go to car lots that push you and push you and push you for higher payments, higher interest rates, et cetera, et cetera. That's why I stay with Stingray Chevrolet you know, in Plant City. I love those guys, and I'm, they're not paying me to say this, uh, but they're great over there, and they don't do that. They give you a good price or a good deal, but be careful, though, because the interest rates are also high right now, so you got to be really careful on what you get yourself locked into, and always make sure that you try to maintain equity in a vehicle that you buy. In other words, if you know it's going to drop down X amount of dollars after you buy it, try to make sure that your trade-in value is going to be worth what that drop-down is going to be so that you'll be able to walk away from that vehicle if you have to in the event that you end up losing your job or something happens from an economy, economic standpoint. And it's best, if you can do it, if you can pay cash for a vehicle. That's the absolute best way of doing it. And, and if the vehicle that you have is okay and it's running well, maybe you don't need to buy one right now when the prices are so inflated. Because with this shortage of supply and materials now from General Motors and from these strikes that are going on, we're going to have a massive increase again in cost and pricing 
on these vehicles that are going to be coming out of General Motors and out of Ford. So yep. be very, very careful when you do this. And we warn you guys all the time to be careful with all of this stuff. By the way, a new blood test now is saying that it can test up to 50 different types of cancers, and it can detect tumors before symptoms even develop. Now, I'm going to stop for one second. I'm not saying this isn't real. real. They're calling it the holy grail. But here's what I'm saying this. The human body gets cancer every single day over and over and over again, and the body's immune system fights off the cancer. This is another profit center. They're going to say, oh, by the way, you might have this tumor that might develop in two years from now. If you don't do this, you're going to do this. We'll start you on chemo or do surgery right now or whatever, put you some expensive drug to stop this to begin with. This is profit centers again. You can't allow yourself to walk in fear. Because, guys, listen to me. We talked about this yesterday in depth. We're not born of a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind to the infilling of the Holy Spirit through Christ through a blood covenant we have with him. Don't allow yourself to get over-tested, 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 over-tested at the medical offices with them constantly finding stuff wrong with you to put you in another fear state to get you to feed the military, not the military, the hospital industrial complex is what this is, the pharmaceutical industrial complex that's all again owned by Black Street, BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard. And if you understand who these people are and the game they're playing with you, it's like Austin said, something that everybody needs to listen to. They found out what the price point acceptance is. You go take mayonnaise from $4.99, $9.99, people are still buying mayonnaise. They figure, well, we can sell the mayonnaise because our costs haven't gone up and we make a huge profit now because the majority of these companies that manufacture these food products are, again, owned by BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard. It's all about maximizing profits. Remember what the Bible says? The love of money is the root of all evil. They don't care much as makes a person suffer. And until you stop buying those goods, until you say, no, I'm not going to do this, until you stop getting your Disney passes and you stop supporting Disney and stop streaming Disney and say walk away from anything promoted promoted to introduce by Disney, stop working your, wearing your Mickey Mouse shirts, until you do all of that, they're not going to listen because they're going to continue to force you into compliance by their slick advertising campaigns. It was brought to us by Edward Bernays of Sabatain, Kabbalist, Luciferian, Synagogue of Satan boy, along with his buddy Sigmund Freud. All of these people are out there to do one thing, come rob, kill, and destroy, because they are serving their father, Lucifer, and the Bible calls them out of the book of John for who and what they are. Always remember that. But you were called at a price. You put on the full armor of God every single day, and you stand your ground. You realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us every single day of our life. I love you guys. Have a great, great weekend. Austin, finish it up, and I will talk to you guys on Monday. Absolutely. It is funny to me sometimes when I see a lot of people, you know, they're discussing, you know, patriot stuff and Christian stuff and biblical stuff, and then they constantly want to go support Disney and understanding how satanic and how preferred that entire company is over there and what they're involved in. And it just it makes me laugh sometimes because that's why I constantly blast them, and that's why I won't support them. I mean, I live 40 minutes down the road from them, and trust me, my, my kids would probably love to go over there. But the old school Disney that people remember back from the 70s and 80s and even some of the 90s and some of the decent stuff they used to actually produce – that doesn't exist anymore. That entire company has been taken over with just a satanic, perverted, pedophile agenda, in my opinion. With what you see now and what they put out there and what they produce and what they support and what they constantly do, it's pretty clear-cut exactly what they're involved in. Just throw that out there. And not to mention, 
it's absolute insane waste of money. I mean, I think what a platinum pass now a year, uh, a Florida resident year platinum pass is like $1,600 per person now to go over there. Remember, that's just the pass to get in. That didn't include your $15 turkey legs and your $10 Cokes and you're going to buy all soda and food and you'll go below two $300 on food eating there all day. It's ridiculous. I've been there in years, won't be back there ever again in my life. And uh, yeah, it's just one of those places. So there's, there's too many other fun things you can do in Florida besides supporting that agenda with a company that's that far out there. It does. They don't even try to hide it anymore. And I think that's the problem that irritates me is they become so flamboyant and so open about it. They don't even try to keep it kind of like low key and hush hush. They just blatantly tell you, this is what we're doing. This is what we're trying to indoctrinate your kids. This is what we're trying to push on them. This is how we're trying to pervert them. Here you go. Now do you want to buy some of our passes? And the answer for me, that's a hard no, bro. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Also, too, in other news, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals or issued a junction against Department of Security after finding alarming influence had on social media companies to censor election-related speech. Surprise, surprise. Isn't surprising. I'm being sarcastic. Uh, this probably isn't going to go anywhere. Fifth Circuit Court slapped an injunction. DHS does whatever they want. They are probably one of the most useless agencies as far as they do so much spying, so much rogue behavior, yet spend so much money. It's insanity to me. So just thought I would throw that out there so everybody knows, yes, they're directly involved in that. They have been. If you guys need anything, give us a call today if you need to. Have you questions about the new website or use the chat option on the front page. Send us a contact form. Whatever you need to do, let us know. We're here to help you out. Hope you guys are enjoying the new website and give us some feedback on it. And also be sure to check out the product of the week, the joint rebuilding formula on sale right now on the front webpage. So be sure to check that out and also vote for what you want to see win tomorrow as well. Or excuse me, next week, next Wednesday as well at Health Masters. So you guys have a blessed, safe, awesome weekend, my friends. Stay strong and healthy as always. And we'll talk to you again next week as we always do. Thank you so much. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.